Captain's Log Supplemental. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Welcome to Humanity X Podcast. I'm Peter. I'm Frank. And I'm still eating a cookie. Uh, I'm trying to be enthusiastic because I listened to one of our podcasts, our recent ones, and it sounded like we were being held up at gunpoint to do it. <laughs> we oh, must was have... that the one we were being held at gunpoint? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we just sounded so tired. We've done some of these things <clears throat> when we are dog tired. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Was it one of the ones like after a community does? No, I think it was the, the most recent game show or the one before that. The game show was the one we did two episodes in one day, and it was after a shuffle day, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a long day. Yeah, it, 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 it's just funny because I'm thinking, oh my god, we really don't sound like we're happy to be here. So I'm happy to be here. <laughs> uh, Frank, you have a thing. Yeah, a podcast or two ago, I'm not sure how long this was, uh, we had talked about, you said you had ordered the Spider Girl Pop, Mm -hmm. and it was very late. I got a notification from one of my um, pop orders, the companies I did. I had ordered the Harry Potter uh, Bellatrix Funko. She was Helen the Bonham Bonham Carter's character. Bellatrix the the Strange. Yeah, the nutsy one. Um, It's being processed for ordering. Uh, order number blah blah blah. Order date 10-23-2020. Wow. That's I comple- two years. I completely forgot about this pop. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, my order should arrive soon. It's like, okay, great. I completely forgot I had ordered that one. Random side <laughs> note. Mouse, the bookstore cat at Cupboard Maker Books. His mom's name was Bellatrix. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, that showed up, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I did order that. A pop I forgot to bring in to show off. Uh, I got the Newman pop from Jerry Seinfeld. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> well, um, I'm not a Seinfeld fan, sorry. What's his name? Um, Wayne Knight plays mm-hmm. Newman, played in uh, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah, he was, one, he was eaten, wasn't he? A lawyer yeah. in the first one? And he was the guy. Spoiler. That, he was the guy that stole the DNA thing and got sprayed by the Jesus lizard. Okay. But uh, he's going to be at Steel City Con coming up in August, mm. and I walked into GameStop and saw on their clearance shelf Newman. Cool. So I thought I'm going to buy that and I'm going to get an autograph. So coming up on our uh, convention. <laughs> channel you'll see an autographed Newman. And that's cool. Steel City? Steel City. Uh, coming up this August, the 11th through the yes. 13th. Yeah, Sci-Fi Valley Con is June 17th, 18th mm-hmm. and 19th, or somewhere right around that date. But, uh, yeah, Steel City Con is getting huge for this August one. They've announced so many people, uh, mm-hmm. almost the entire cast of Dexter yeah, uh, a lot, a lot of Walking Dead. Um, they always have a lot of Walking Dead yeah. there. But Mike Worker is going to be there. Yeah, that's the one I'm excited. Um, 
the guy who played Jerry in The Walking Dead. <laughs> in Seinfeld, yeah, the guy who yeah. played Jerry, yeah. <laughs> um, and Jesus is going to be there. Jesus. Uh, the guy who played Jerry was also uh, the guy who played the uh, foster father in Shazam. And um, Zachary Levi is going to be there as well. Yeah. So they're going to have a mini sham reunion or a Shazam reunion that crosses over with their Walking Dead reunion. They announced some Lucifer pops that if those things come out before that con, I'm going. Zachary Levi didn't play Lucifer. (laughs) Lucifer's going to be there though. No. No, the guy who played Lucifer, not Zachary Levi. Zachary yeah. Levi is going to be there. Yes, but yeah. so is the guy who played Lucifer. Oh, oh, yes. hey, yeah. <laughs> There's a dog playing with the toy in case you're wondering what the squeaking is. Random side note. I went to college with a kid, well, a guy, who taught his kids to call Jerry Seinfeld Uncle Jerry. Like, <laughs> he'd point at the TV and be like, that's Uncle Jerry. Jeez. Corey, you know this person. Oh, Bradley? Yeah taught his kids <laughs> to call Jerry him. Seinfeld Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry. He could call my brother Uncle Jerry. <laughs> my nephews do. <laughs> and I have a little drinky drink news here. Um, lately there's been some beers for the rock band Rush. Um, their, their second one um, is a golden ale that they can't use the original slogan they wanted to use. Uh, the slogan was, drinking beer is better than being hit in the head with a hammer. You know, that cannot be put on a beer can. Huh. Who'd have thought? And yet, it's sound advice. Yes, If yes. you have a choice between a beer and being hit in the head with the hammer, choose the beer. Mm-hmm doesn't even matter what kind of beer it is. Yep. So. She went upstairs and got that toy and brought it down here herself. Okay, so this is going to be a short first section before our commercial break. But what we are (laughs) going to be doing today is we're going to be playing a game, a pocket escape room called Deckscape. The Mystery of El Dorado. So, a little bit on the game. That was an Eagles song, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. El Dorado. Mystery of El Dorado is a pocket escape room for a group of friends, but is also playable solo. For a group of enemies. The expedition in search of El Dorado was a failure. Unlike the movie Solo, which isn't playable at all. Aw, come on. You have long sought the legendary golden city in your heart of the forest without finding it. You are flying back home, and the head of a statue crashes against the plane, and you have to parachute to safety. You are alone, tired, lost in an uncharted area of the forest. Danger is lurking, and you have only a few items you grabbed before you jumped out. This could be your end, or... At the very last chance uh, to unravel the mystery of El Dorado. Can you survive the pitfalls of the Amazon forest and find the legendary city of El Dorado? So the game recommends that we have a timer for 60 minutes to play this game. So I have no idea how to play it. 
The first card says, do not look through this deck, nor shuffle the cards. Each card shows a number from 1 to 60 in the upper left-hand corner. If the card order has been altered, ask a non-playing person to reorder the cards from 1 to 60. We have our non-playing person. It's Tammy. And then we have a little... Well, she was left on the plane, though. She's our stewardess. Yeah. Then we have a little pamphlet here that says, open this pamphlet only when instructed to. So we have no idea what's mm-hmm. in this. I have no idea at all how to play this game. But we're going to have to work together. We're going to have to use our brainigans. Oh, God. And... Yep. We have 60 minutes, so we're going to go to commercial break, and when we get back, we are going to find Eldorado. Welcome back to Human Hex Podcast. I'm Peter. I'm El Franco. And I'm still Corey. <laughs> I thought you were going to go Corey for a second. Yeah. Okay. Corey? Yeah. So we have <laughs> six... George? We have 60 minutes to solve this problem, and the timer starts now. So flipping the first card. Hurry, hurry, hurry! This deck contains a story with many puzzles to be solved in as little time as possible. This game is for one to six players and should be about 60 minutes. This is a cooperative game. If you win or lose all together as a team before playing, put the following things on the table. A paper with a pencil a clock which we have to check the time we recommend you choose a quiet place to play and focus once you have everything you need to play continue reading out loud flip this card Mm. this game is inspired by real escape rooms they are a form of enter oh that just explains what a escape room is the legend of el dorado Hope is the last to die, but after years of extensive research in the Amazon rainforest, you have concluded that the legend of El Dorado, the mythical city built entirely of gold and precious jewels, is, in fact, just a myth. Tired and sad, you are flying over the rainforest aboard a small airplane headed to the nearest airport. You can still cannot believe it. After years of research, you are going back home empty-handed. Suddenly, a tremendous noise erupts. Your thoughts. Moments later, a giant stone boulder crashes into the airplane, penetrating the hull. Ah, penetrating. <laughs> you do not know if it's if the weirdest thing is the stone of this size managed to crash against the flying aircraft, or the fact that the stone is actually shaped like a huge crocodile head. Dean, 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 cries the alarm. The pilot screams, parachute now! The plane is losing altitude very fast. You rush to put your parachute and just in time grab two useful objects. Then you jump out above the forest with your heart in your throat. The Sky Mall magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Take four of the... Take the next four cards without looking at their backs and choose only two of the four items to bring along with you. Return the other two to the box without turning them over. So we have an indispensable manual. You, If you choose this item, flip this card to look at the survival manual. Keep it. It may be helpful. A new pair of binoculars. If you choose this item, flip this card over to look at the binoculars. Keep them. They may be handy. 
<laughs> um, number three is a sharp machete. And number four is some nutritious food. So now we have to decide what two we're going to take with us. Hmm. I would say the machete, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with the All machete. On the machete. Okay. Frank, you're going to hold on to the cards for us. So we've got uh, essentially a survival manual, a pair of binoculars, and some nutritious food. I don't think the food is going to be a priority in the rainforest. Probably not. Not to sound awful, but... Yeah, I mean, well, half the things in the rainforest you can eat, the other half will eat you. Right. We're not parachuting into Australia, so we're good with that. <laughs> yeah, that's why we have the machete. Tick, tick. I would say the survival, survival manual. Okay, I have no opinion, so go okay. for it. Uh, flip these over, so the machete <laughs> is a machete. There's a picture of machete on the back yeah. of the card. And the survival manual to find this, their way through the forest and overcome adversities for centuries. The natives have built improvised arrows along the path that lead to the most important places. Uh, placed white bowls with dried tobacco in order to illuminate dark places. Planted healing herbs with red flowers and plants that <clears throat> produce delicious dark blueberries everywhere. So we can eat dark blueberries. <coughs> uh, many different tribes live in the Amazon dark, forest. Dark blueberries. <laughs> But it is rare to meet someone in so vast a territory. The so-called blue feathers are known to be very friendly. There are no reports of interactions with other tribes. According to the legend, El Dorado's treasury, treasure chamber door features this symbol, which means white crocodile. And there's a little symbol on the bottom. So, okay. Good things to know. Dark blueberries are good. So I think the survival manual was a good choice, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so... Emergency landing. You open the parachute, but it's too late. You are going to land violently against the ground. Fortunately, a strong wind pushes you against some tall trees whose canopies soften your fall. You are now immobilized in a tangle of branches and leaves. A curious monkey approaches you and steals your mobile phones. Too many emotions in a short time. You faint. So we are unconscious. Dangling in a tree. Yes. I'm like, oh no, the monkey's gonna transfer my shinies. <laughs> Damn you, Gleek. <laughs> in this game, there are two kinds of cards. Puzzles and items. Puzzles show you a picture and a question to be answered. You can freely discuss the solution, but once you all agree, you can flip the card to check if you are correct. This means you only have one chance to solve each puzzle. If you answer wrong, it counts as an error. Items are cards required to solve some puzzles. When you find an item, keep it visible on the table. Don't discard it. It could be useful more than once. Be careful. If you try to solve a puzzle when you don't have the required item, you will be penalized double. We don't know what these penalizations are yet. <clears throat> the next card is a puzzle. Are you ready to play? Read the next card carefully, discuss the common answer, and flip the card to check the solution. <laughs> okay, so we have a picture of a gentleman in a flight harness with two locks, apparently. Mm -hmm. You recover your senses shortly afterwards, but you are still stuck in the branches of the trees. Your parachute and parachute cords... You are only able to move 
your arms and hands freely, how do you quickly free yourself from the parachutes? Well, we do have a machete. <laughs> we do have a machete. Mm -hmm. I would assume that we would either uh, mess with the lock, since we yeah, should have these two locks on us, yeah. or if, as a backup, use the machete to cut the strands of the tree that are holding us up. I'd say do the locks. <laughs> yeah, release the harness. Release the Kraken. You can free yourself by two ways. By pressing the button on the bottom showing the symbol of the open padlock, which we discussed. Yep. That will automatically release the parachute or simply cut the ropes with the machete if you have it, which we discussed. So I think we solved this one. Yeah. Yes. That we puzzle got both solutions. <laughs> that puzzle wasn't very hard. However, even the best might fail sometimes. Each time you give an incomplete or wrong answer, you've made an error. If you have played other games, Techscape, beware, blah, blah, blah. Okay. You're eaten by rats <laughs> in the food cupboard. If your answer was wrong, place a Z on your score sheet. It's on the next card. Proceed to the next card. Score sheet. Whenever you make an error, mark Z on the score sheet. In such cases, carefully follow the instructions to proceed in the correct way. Remove Z's to make to remove Z's, make sure you eat, drink, and rest whenever you have a chance. Whenever you have more than two Z's, you should mark should you mark the third, you instantly suffer an injury. In this case, mark an X on the black line of the score sheet. Do not erase the two Z's. Unlike Z's, there are not many ways to delete an X once you have marked it. Well, we didn't get a Z, so we're good, right? Right. Paco is really interested in this game, by the way. So, basically, it's three strikes, and then we get an X. Or, uh, the third strike is an X. I'm going to be covered in fur. And then it says to keep track of our time, which we're already doing. Um, Welcome to the Jungle. I believe that was a song. Yeah. Do they have fun in games? It is a game. It could be fun. We don't know yet. We're on card 11 of... 60. 60. You come down from the trees and find yourself in the middle of nowhere in an unknown part of the forest. You have neither a radio nor your mobile phones to call for rescue. Okay. It will not be easy to stay alive, but you can do it. You look around mm -hmm. to find a point of reference, then you split into teams in order to explore the surroundings. <clears throat> Separate the next two green cards and four brown cards. <clears throat> and the rest of the deck without turning them over, sort by color into three stacks. So we have 12 and 13, 14 through 17, and 18. Uh, always I'll follow the text of the cards on top in each stack to proceed to the next card, only when you have been instructed or you have to solve the puzzle on top. You can try to solve the puzzles on top of various stacks simultaneously or focus all stacks together in the same card. If you break for a rule, for example, it is a mistake. Um, so, Frank, do you want to give us 
our options on where we can go. So these are our three options. Something behind the bush, on top of that hill, and among the tall grass. So behind the bush, a noise coming... Oh, okay. A noise coming from the bushes scares you. Flip this card if you're not afraid to find out what lurks behind. Uh, narrow paths lead to the top of a hill where three caves are located. You want to reach a cave to find something useful, but you cannot bear more than three stings from bugs or more than three thorns from brambles, which is the only cave you can reach. I guess there's... We just have to look and do it. I guess those are the bees and the brambles there. And the dense vegetation makes it difficult to advance, but from here you could reach the foot of a mountain on top of which you would have a better view of the surroundings. Flip this card if you're not afraid to walk through the tall grass. <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to look at this mountain card real quick. It says very specifically that you cannot bear more than three stings from bugs or more than three sting or three thorns from brambles. So essentially you could get two and two. Oh, more than three. So you could get three and three. Well, I wonder if behind that bush is that damn monkey with my cell phone. <laughs> it looks like the only cave we can get into is the middle one at the very top if we decide to go that route. <clears throat> Something in the bush. I don't I don't I can't see anything valuable being in the bush. If we're by ourselves, the plane went farther ahead. Hmm. So uh, my math was one thorn, one B, two B, two thorn, three thorn, three B cave. And then among the tall grass, clearly if we go this way, we're going to continue our story. But these two things give us chances for more. Well, we'll go with, I'll go with the hill. Okay, so my <laughs> guess is the center. Do you guys agree? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, so, it was Bramble, Bug, Bug, Bramble, Bramble, Bug. I was correct. It is the central cave. It is the only safe path. Uh, unless you had a machete, and then you could use the machete to clear your way. Oh, didn't oh, think of that. so, yeah. Okay. So, zero Brambles. Yeah. Uh, in the cave. Mr. Corey can read this one. In the cave. After reaching the cave, you walk in and proceed to a cavity. That's like a smaller cave within a cave. Oh. Thank you for mansplaining that yes, to us. you're welcome. That's when a man explains things to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tick, tick. From which four tunnels lead. One of these tunnels leads to another exit. Which path do you take? We see the tunnels... Uh, one, there is a skull in front of. The second one, there is a bone in front of and what appears to be a spider web. The third one has a skull in front of it. The fourth one has a skull, in, or a spider web in it. And each of them have symbols above them. Oh, is there one that looks like this? The crocodile god. Hmm. There is one that looks like a sun with three things. 
underneath they're it? The, yeah, they're at the side, not underneath. Huh. There's another one that looks like some kind of... One is definitely a sad face. <laughs> that should be the right choice. Well, it looks like the second one is just that symbol drawn sideways. <clears throat> yeah. I would agree. I think the second one is the way to go. Now, this does say Eldorado's treasure chamber door features this symbol, but... I mean... It's between that one and the one on the far right, because that one doesn't have any corpse litter in front of it. Yeah. Well, that's a good point, so I don't know. <clears throat> the symbol is a good uh, a good way to go, though. I mean... I kind of like the idea of... Uh, although, one thing, though, the footprints... There's no footprints leading to the first cave. There's second, third, and fourth. There's all footprints going that way. I mean, we could rip this mm. apart the whole time, but... I'm kind of thinking that that symbol is just on the oh, treasure chamber the door. That, oh, there are leaves? Yeah, there oh, okay. One would assume that because there's no leaves in front of the third one, that means that there's air blowing into that, or from that hole. Yeah. That's a good There point. is, though. Yeah. There's leaves by the skull. But not... Not predominantly. Right yeah. My vote's for the second one. Yeah, I would vote the second one. I kind of like your first theory, though, about the no the wind blowing it. Okay. Yeah. Well, the wind, the wind blowing it leaves away. Because that would mean there's something on the other end, but... That would uh, mean that there's unless an the leaves opening. Are blowing opening. in. Because there's no trees inside the cave, so right. the leaves are blowing in. Hmm. Well, I mean, we'll yeah, the if second. the, I'll if go with the leaves are move, blowing into the cave then that means that there's air to flow out those other three entrances and not that right. first one. Well, I, I'll go with majority. You both wanted the second one, so that Kay. works for me. I guess flip the card over? Is that what yeah, you do? flip the card over. Uh, boo. Okay. You have to take the tunnel with no leaves in front of it. Frank was right. Okay. So what happened? Does it explain? Uh, the leaves at the entrance were swept in by the wind, except the one which is blocked beneath the skull. This means that a stream of air comes from that tunnel. Therefore, there must be an exit at the other end. The other paths are all dead ends, thus it is not convenient to explore them. If you answer wrong, mark a Z. Proceed to the next card. Oh, well. Hey. <clears throat> Is what it is. Next card, the Explorer's Notes. Uh, walking through the tunnel, you find some graffiti in the walls, and on the ground there is a torn page where the graffiti has been copied. It must have been another explorer who visited this place before you. Uh, there's three natives bowing to someone who obviously looks like the chief because he has more, well... The first native has one feather, the second native has two feathers, the third one has three, and the other one has five in his headdress. So I'm assuming they're bowing to the chieftain with their arm with their palms open. Chieftain has one hand up. I could just show you these. <laughs> but I'm describing it for our listeners. Yeah. Um, and it's worth noting that the the one with three has a, a 
an animal adorned helmet. So mm-hmm. it's a warrior. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can read the bottom part. Set this card aside. Set this card aside and show the clue. Show the back shows clues for the puzzles. Read them if you want an easier game. If you don't, mark a Z to read the clue. Okay, so if we don't want to read the, if we want to read the clue, we put a Z down. If we don't, we just keep going, which we might as well keep going. Yeah, yeah. I mean we can hold on to that card and use it whenever we want. <clears throat> you arrive at an opening on the other side of the hill. You cannot proceed further from here, but there is a beautiful view. It seems a perfect place for a picnic. You feel hungry. If you do not have a canned food, mark a Z. Mm. That sucks. We got two Zs. Yep. But now we... What is it said about the resting thing from that other card? Wasn't oh, some... anytime you can rest to remove a Z. Yeah. Yeah. But we're hungry. Yeah. On the side of the volcano, there is a painted figure, but from here you cannot see it very well. If you have binoculars, flip this card. We do not have binoculars. Yep, so I guess the only thing to do, since we can't proceed forward, is to go back. We can either go into the something behind the bush, or something, or go into the tall grass. And we need food. Um, I would say go into the tall grass. Okay, that's Okay, so we are leaving the bush behind. Okay. Oh, you're able to do that? You did read what's on the back, or didn't you? No, if we leave the bush, we're done with the bush. Oh, I thought you flipped it and you were nope. reading it. Okay. Nope. Uh, the dense vegetation makes it difficult to advance, but from here you can reach the foot of a mountain on top, which you would have a better view of the surroundings. Flip this card if you are not afraid to walk through the tall grass. You have a machete. Poisoned! A snake bites you. If you have the machete, you can discard it to avoid the bite and immediately discard this card. Otherwise, keep this rule <coughs> face up on the table and apply its effects. From now on, whenever you have to mark at least one Z, mark an additional Z. Ooh, no, let's uh, kill the snake, get rid of our machete. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think we have much of an option. No. Okay, so we're rid of the machete. Climbing the mountain. There are three panoramic spots with yellow totems on the top of the mountain. You would like to reach one of them. You have to have a look around. You're in a gray clearing on the slopes. To move from one clearing to another, it takes approximately five minutes, which is the quickest way to a totem. Peter is frantically drawing here, figuring out a way to get us to the quickest totem. As he maths it all out here. Yes. Also, I guess we should have said at the beginning of this podcast, if you want to play this game, don't listen to this podcast. Because I think we're giving spoilers away. Yeah, I guess so, because (laughs) it's not like they printed different cards for every box. Wow, he did that pretty fast. The quickest way is just stay to the left. I agree. There's only ten spots. Yep. Okay. I agree. So that's what we will do. Say the path to the far left. We're all in agreement. The leftmost route is the fastest. It takes about fifty. Uh, yeah, about fifty minutes to get to the top. Separate the next four red cards 
the next 19 blue cards, dark and light, and the rest of the cards, and without turning them over, sort them by color into three stacks. So 20 to 23, 24 to 42. 24 to 42. 42, yep, the next 19 blue cards. Okay. And then 43 to 60 is the last, the, the last pile there. Okay. Um, that's all it says. <clears throat> Listen, I, I know that there's a, a, a level of exploration and intelligence to all of this. But I feel like by not checking the bushes earlier, we missed out on potentially something that could have prevented us from that snake bite. Yeah. Or dark, dark blue raspberries. <laughs> right. We need something to regain our health. Um, so I don't want to make any conclusions, but clearly going to the yellow route is going to towards the end of the game. So. But, um... I guess we have ruins on the horizon. While walking, you stop at a crossroad and stumble across a stone that rolls away. Which of the four roads bring you to the ruins? Uh, the Searing Bridge, you come to a bridge. There's an incredible security system and manufactured crystals that focus the rays of the sun into several places. You cannot pass without getting scorched. How do you walk over the bridge unharmed? And two rickety bridges, two bridges cross the river. Which one is safer? Ooh, wait. I already know the solution to the second one. With the crystals, the sun crystals? Let's Luminous rest oil. until dark, and then cross it. Can I look at that ruin? Oh, okay, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I want to look at this ruins card. Um, you get aluminum foil and just slide it in there so it reflects them back, <laughs> so you get a passageway. They did that in leverage. Hi, Pac. How's Paco? Bridge is open. Oh, so you just sit there. Okay. So I don't have a solution to this ruins on the horizon thing, but. There are a, a three by three pattern of stones. So think of like a phone with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, mm. eight, nine. Number eight stone has been moved towards the south pad path. I don't know if that's necessarily a solution, but I would assume that south would be the direction to go. I kind of like Corey's thought about waiting till nightfall, but then we're waiting till nightfall. <laughs> well, I mean, the waiting also takes away one of our Z's. Because we get to rest. We could also just turn the columns. They're clearly on rotating pedestals. Ooh. So I would think that we, we should attempt to rotate the statues, if possible. As far as this rickety-ass bridge is concerned... Uh, they may be able to rotate. They may not be able to. Well, we can see if they rotate. If they don't budge, then we wait until nightfall. Yeah. As far as this bridge is concerned, the one without the skulls. <laughs> <laughs> but there are symbols on the bridge. There's three lines, and then two dots, and then two lines, and then three dots. So if we assume that the long line is four and the dots indicate one, then this bridge would be newer or have a heavier weight capacity, even though it's rickety. Well, I'm full for Corey's suggestion. I'm fine with the... <clears throat> I really don't want to turn this over. <clears throat> 
You just have to wait until night comes. The sun Woo. sets and you can walk <laughs> on the bridge without being scorched. If your answer is wrong, mark a Z. Proceed to the next card. That works. That works. So, uh, we lose a Z because we rested. and we. Yeah, but I don't understand how... How the resting works, because it doesn't say anything. I don't know. It just said anytime you get a chance to rest or eat, do it to lose a Z. I think it has to prompt us yeah. to use a Z to rest. Oh. I don't know. Uh, card 25. You were lost. Huh, we've you, been lost. You walked for hours, <laughs> and you have no idea where you are. On the horizon, you can see rivers, roads, and an old tower. You have found a map. You can, If you have found a map, you can try to find the point where you are. What point do you indicate on the map? Is that a map? We don't have a map. Uh, uh. <laughs> Does it say what to do if we don't have a map? See, Does anyone have a talking backpack? See, are we supposed to just play in order? No, we had to choose. We had to choose? Okay. I think that's what it said. I mean, I guess that makes sense. We choose one path to go with the options, but... So, I, this is going to sound potentially lazy, but... Give it to Tammy to read and see no. if we're doing something right? <laughs> I mean, we're lost. So, either that's the end of the game, or maybe we can go back and check one of these other paths. I don't know. Does that say you can walk towards the roads? And it said we walked for hours and end up no idea where you are, so how do we find our way back? Well, if it says you can see roads on the horizon, I'm walking towards the road. I guess we walk towards the old tower. Yeah. I think we're going to end up getting injured, though. I have no idea. Because it's indicating that we have a map, which we don't. I'm the if map. you do not I'm have the map... map. I'm the map! If you, So, we essentially died. We got two Zs. One, because we don't know where we are. Two, because we don't have a map. Well. well, we did something wrong. Because they shouldn't have killed us off like that. Hey, you solved the puzzle. On to the next card where you die. Okay, so we're going to cheat a little bit here, and we're going to time travel. We're going to the red thing. So, okay. uh, Walking crossroads, stumble across a stone that rolls away. Which of the four roads brings you to the ruins? I assume it's either west or south. Care to do south? Well, the way the stone is rolled out of there, it looks like it comes down and to the right, and the lower road looks like it goes down to the right. I'm sorry. Take the road that leads to the upper left corner. The stone you kicked was part of the pattern shaped like an arrow. Okay, the survival manual explains that the natives used to indicate the directions of important locations with arrows. If your answer is wrong, mark a Z, proceed to the next card. Okay, well... How did it look like an arrow? It doesn't look like an arrow at all. Okay, we must have kicked that sixth stone out of the way. Oh, I see. Now, we're doing really good at this. <laughs> yeah, six used to be there, now it's up there. So, it was the path that I originally recommended? Oh, uh, you said south, didn't you? Or west. South or west. Uh, at least the upper left corner, which is west. Oh, well. I'm taking that as a win. Okay. Yeah, because there's the arrow if you wanted to take a look. Yeah. <clears throat> because it also didn't tell us what direction we're coming from. Yeah, because yeah, there's only three choices, not mm -hmm. four. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Unless we came from the woods and walked into the crossroad. Uh, the ancient ruins, one of two. At the end of the path, there's a small hill from which you can look at the ruins. Flip this cord and take the next one from the top of the deck. Place them next to each other to form the maze of ancient ruins. You approach the ruins near the staircase at the bottom left. Uh, you can only walk on the gray tiles and on the stairs. You cannot jump, climb the walls, or overcome the snakes. Your goal is to reach the golden temple at the top. Which of the two entrances to the temple is the only one you can reach? Why did it have to be snakes? This entrance. Okay. That's the only one we can get to. The one facing the southeast. Uh, you can reach the end. You can reach this entrance. Yep. You're. Well. No, it's saying southwest. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. The circle. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I saw the, the thing there going to it. Okay, you're right. Uh, you can see a tunnel. Uh, you pass through a tunnel. See where the yellow lines overlap. Uh, if your answer is wrong, mark a Z, which we were okay. Pre bleh, proceed to the next card. Mm -hmm. uh, you reach the central room, hoping to find tremendous treasures and riches, but the temple is almost empty. Rummaging around, you only find a plate decorated with the design of a green crocodile. At least it's an interesting find. Oh, wait, we know the crocodile. Oh, it's a different looking crocodile. Oh, look at the back of the card. Yeah, flip this card, look at the plate. Keep it, it may be useful. Proceed to the next card. There is no next card. Well, this is 23, so we either do the the bridge or the rickety bridges. <coughs> we know that this route is going to kill us. Yes. That's not an yeah, option. because there's no map that we know of. Nope. Nope, that's the explorer's notes in the back, sorry. <laughs> I didn't see them, though. Um, so I guess the two rickety bridges? Yes, and I'm a valid... I strongly say that it's the one that's massively janky. Okay. You want to go with Peter's? That one? Yeah, I'm going to go with the one without the skulls. The bridge with the skulls is safer. Fuck. <laughs> uh, there are some missing wooden boards from the bridge on the left. Is it in poor condition and you could easily fall into the water? The bridge on the right seems to be in better shape. Someone has safely walked on it to place all the skulls and certainly more solid. Moreover, those cannot... Be the skulls of fallen adventures. If they were, the skulls would be in the river, not on the bridge. That makes sense. We get a Z. Okay. Well, so we died within the uh, 60 minutes allotted to us. So that's not bad. We did. Um, Do you want to pretend we're still living and keep going? Yeah, we have 19 minutes left, so we're almost out of time, <clears> too. Uh, an unfortunate floor. You find the skeleton of an adventurer. It seems that he was killed by something or someone very dangerous. Uh, there goes your appetite if you have discarded... If you have it, discard the canned food without using it. In the pocket of the Explorer, you find a very useful map. You can now look at the leaflet contained in the, the game map. box. The map. As you take the map, the spirit of the forest curses you. Open the leaflet oh. contained in the game box. You have found this map. Now flip this card. Okay. Uh, keep this rule face up on the table. At the end of the game, if this rule has not been discarded, somehow you must mark an additional X. Uh, this rule remains in play until you are told to dismiss it. What rule is it? Cursed. Okay. I guess I should have read that at the top. So we have to remove a curse or else we get an X. Monday morning, I understood that to enter El Dorado, I must follow the ancient path that goes from the Great Holy Tree to the Volcano. 
Along the way, it is, it's necessary to pass through the underground tunnels, which can be accessed along, accessed along the path. I drew the tunnels here on the sides so I can fold the map to see where they lead. I'm sure these paths will take me to the entrance of El Dorado. I found the entrance, but I do not know how to unlock the door. The legend tells that in order to enter, I must look more closely at both the volcano and the spirit who lives on the earth and the sky. In this way, the map will show me one of six drums I have to play. I have to steady handwriting to use the, and there's scribble marks. I must watch my back though, the natives are hunting me down. So we have hmm. a map of the tunnels. Not a great map of the tunnels, mind you. A map of the roads. Oh. So the map tunnels overlay with the with the roads. Okay, so what's next? It says El Dorado is located inside the volcano. Okay. Well, gold's melted. Here's the volcano. There's only one real entrance to El Dorado and it is connected to the great holy tree drawn on the map. Follow paths and tunnels as explained on the back of the map, which is the real entrance to El Dorado. Okay. <clears throat> and there's some symbols. Um, what looks like a right, up, left, down, question mark. Oh, it's the Konami code. Okay. So which is the real... It doesn't tell us where we're currently at. It just says from the tree, from the holy tree drawn on the map. Yeah, look okay. at the holy tree. <clears throat> they were in order, right? 44, 45, okay. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. I've only been authorized by the Catholic Church to give one blessing. Oh, okay. I think it's south. So if we start here and we fold the tunnels and the tunnels make new paths, mm -hmm. I think south is the only way into the volcano. Because here's my logic. We start at the tree and we come down. Okay. So once we get here, we can either go to the temple or that forest. Neither of those are going to work. So we go into this tunnel, and then we come all the way around, and that drops us off here, okay? okay? At that loop. Now that loop gives us either this tower or the river. That's not going to work. So if we go onto this road, mm -hmm. we can do this loop and end up at this road, which would take us to this forest or this village, mm -hmm. but then we can double back and go into the south of the tower, south of the volcano. Okay. Sound good? Mm-hmm. The real entrance is the one indicated by this symbol. Okay. I'm... Which is the south one. Congratulations. Uh, by folding the map several times, indicated by these figures and explaining on the back of the map, turns out to be connected to the great holy tree. Oh, yeah, that's what the symbols were. You fold yeah. left, I guess then up, then no, the right, symbols and down. The symbols were right here. Yeah, but I mean, that's these were the symbols how to fold the map, I think, originally. Because you said like that, 
Then you went to that way, and then you went that way, and doubled back when you opened it. Okay. <clears throat> uh, if your answer is wrong, mark a Z. Proceed to the next card. Can I read this one, Paco? Uh, the six <laughs> drums. At the end of the secret trail, you find a strange door uh, recessed in the rock. There are six drums next to the door. According to the notes in the map, which drums should you play in order to open the door? Let's see. What are the symbols? We have on the six drums, there is an eagle head, a tortoise head, a snake head, a warrior head, a skull, and a chief head. Okay, what was what were they again? Eagle, tortoise, snake. Oh, okay. Warrior, skull, chieftain. Do they look like these symbols? Um, somewhat. Yes. This, this, eagle, tortoise, snake, warrior, skull, chieftain. That doesn't really... Just because they're on the map doesn't mean that helps us. Can I look at your card, Corey? The eagle and the skull. This probably doesn't mean anything. Look at the way that the drums are strung. And if you look, flip the map over, there's a drum on the other side of the map. In this way, the map will show me which of the six drums I have to play if I have a steady hand in reading the... Okay, so there's only one drum, right, Yes, to play? And that is in the shadow. It's the skull, the one down by my thumb. Because, yeah, that's the only one that... Well, man, I don't know. I must look more closely at the volcano and the spirit who lives on earth and sky. In this way, the map will show me which of the six drums I have to play. <clears throat> so look more closely the at volcano. the volcano. The volcano has a bird head on it. So let's... And earth and sky would be the eagle. Yeah, but you're only playing one drum, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. The eagle drum. The upper left-hand bird is the only thing that makes sense, really. <clears throat> sure. Okay, that's weird, because it's... Which drums should you play in order to open the door? It doesn't have to be in an order, but... I saw what it said on the back, but... So where was the volcano again? There's the bird on the volcano. So we have to play all the drums? So we're, we're kind of missing a clue, according, according to the notes on the map. <clears throat> So the notes would be the... The actual written notes. Yeah. So I'm going to assume Sky would be the bird. I mean, I don't... I didn't see what it said. I just saw it said you must play... Something drums. But I didn't see which ones. Does the map have all these symbols on it? Or just... Yeah, they're, they're all right here. But they are the same symbols? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think I figured it out. Can I look at that real quick? So, everything is in a circle, right? Mm-hmm. And the bird... So what if it's 
bird, snake, guy, guy, skull, turtle. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I know what part of the answer is, and it's not that, but I'm not sure what how to do it from here. Yeah, I'm at a loss. Other than saying the eagle, I don't know. So it says look more closely at the volcano. There's an eagle with a circle. The eagle's at the west. And then there's a circle at like four or dot at four o'clock and a dot in the middle of a clock. Yeah, it's gotta do with that circle. My only answer that I have is the eagle. It's the only thing that makes any sense to me. You must play these three drums. Looks like the... No. It's... That one. The turtle head. That one. And that one. Uh, as explained in the back of the map, you must look at both the view of the drawing on the volcano and the spirit who lives on the earth and sky. Which I have no idea where the spirit who lives on the earth and sky is. Uh, the two views put side by side show a circle. Uh, its center is connected to a gray bird, which is also depicted on the map. The sticker on the compass shows that the blue bird is the center of the circle. By following the circle with the compass on the map, you will find the symbols of three drums that must be played. If your answer is wrong, mark a Z. If you do not have both the views and the compass, mark an additional Z and flip this card over. If you, don't if you do have them, proceed to the next card. We don't have the compass, so that's why no. we failed. So we have two Z's. When was the compass even an option? It hasn't been. I, we must not be doing something right. Because, I mean, this doesn't even look like the... the map. I don't know. Yeah, because it's kind of... That's part of a circle. There must be something else that would have made another circle with the compass. That's eh, just so screwy. Yeah, I have no idea. <coughs> I assume the compass was part of the... one of the things we didn't take at the beginning. Probably. But I mean, you know, you needed the machete for one thing, you needed the compass for another, you needed the food for something else. No, the binoculars. Binoculars, okay. If we missed the compass, it was in the bushes. Or there was a trio of useless stuff. Wasn't there something like that at the beginning? We passed up the food and the binoculars. Okay. Unless we already used the binoculars at the top of that cave. I have no idea. I don't get that the two views form a circle. There must be a, a card with that on it. Or there's another view of the volcano on a card. It shows a bluebird in this, so the bluebird would be in here. See, I have the feeling we're supposed to do all of these. But we couldn't move sequence. forward in that yeah. one without the map. Anyway, at the... If you want a clue, look for it here. You cannot use a mirror to help you. Oh, great. At the sound of three drums, a powerful earthquake shakes the mountain... And the store, stone door glows gold. Which two symbols... 
And that's it. That's been 60 minutes. We're just not playing with the energy needed to do this in 60 minutes if we even had the right stuff. Uh, so we have to press two symbols on this gold door. Um, and one of them should be... The crocodile symbol. Right, and the crocodile symbol's not on the door. Is there an arrow? Because the natives use those arrows. There's no arrows. There's that other circle. Yeah, I feel we were just, like, missing something. Uh, I don't know what. <laughs> well, on that terrible disappointment... Uh, so we lost. Because, yeah. like, you know, it says about resting, but... <laughs> you uh, know, the map shows a picture of a butterfly somewhere. So it looks mm. like this. On the other side, it does. Yeah. So, join our Discord. The link is in the description <laughs> below. Uh, also, check out our YouTube channel. Unfortunately, I think we've played better games. Could just yeah. be because we lost, but we found ourselves we confused. We have no clue. Right, yeah. yeah. It, it's not really very explicit in how it's explaining how to play. Right. It's, it's very you know, vague. It's, you know, separate these cards into three piles... I guess we choose one and go for the puzzle or what, but I think you need to do all of them to But the do... way you do it is an odd order. Yeah. Yeah, see, because like you said, this one card said the spirit who lives on the earth and sky, according to prophecy in this forest you can find the key to Eldorado. Which of these animals is the spirit who lives on earth and sky? And if you're looking on his map, it's the butterfly. So if we had gone to the bushes, we would have found Jakur, who would have given us clues. Yeah, so I think we were really supposed to go to each pile, and they just split it up. To confuse way. us. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Discord and YouTube. Also find us on Facebook. Yeah, because we eventually find our airplane, too. Yeah, and rescue a pilot. And there's native women. Oh, well. And there's a there, compass. There's the compass. And it's got the bird on it. Oh, well. Uh, you were saying? Facebook? Uh, you'll find <laughs> links to our episodes, links to our YouTube channel. Links to our cluelessness at Arts this point. Arts to link letter. Links to our terrible disappointment at a card game. I don't know, I'm going with it's very confusing and I have no idea how you're supposed to play it. Yes. And join us next week when we're hopefully going to be over our disappointment. <laughs> I mean, I got this game on clearance at uh, Barnes & Noble for less than $4. It's probably a good reason. Okay. Yeah. So, it is what it is. I thought it would be worth a chuckle. Or a cringe cry. Yeah. Well, anybody who likes to hear us die is going yeah. to enjoy it. <laughs> we didn't find any rats, so... <laughs> Nobody had any strokes trying to say food cupboard. Yes, food cupboard. 
Uh, this got three and a half stars on Amazon. It's the fourth title in a series of cooperative games inspired by real escape rooms. Uh, got a 6.5 rating here. <clears throat> In-depth reviews. Yes, let's hear some reviews. We need to write a review. We had no idea what was going on. Oh, it's in... It looks like a YouTube review. The worst part is, like, the separating the piles thing was probably the most confusing part. Yeah. Because why? If you... Yeah, our best bet was to do everything in order. And that's exactly what we should have done. We should have not separated the cards and just done everything in order. But uh... the only thing that I don't get is... We needed the map for the blue cards, but we needed the compass for the yellow cards. Yeah. The map was in the yellow cards, and the compass was in the blue cards. If you're solving well, you usually feel in control. In puzzle-driven games, if you're solving well, you feel in control. The mystery of El Dorado, however, has always felt a little out of control, which is equal part thematic and annoying. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It's like you have to take losses in the game. Right. Many choices to make. This was cool because they're often consequential. However, many of them were blind choices and the ramifications felt haphazard. Artwork was great. Consistent look about it. A few instances of eye catching red herrings with the card. Most of the puzzles were delightful and satisfying. I don't think so. I don't think the puzzles were that hard. I mean, I got, what, two puzzles wrong? It wasn't the puzzles that were the problem. Yeah. It was the narrative. The narrative didn't make any sense at all. Yeah, because if you choose, you must have to choose all the piles, because if you choose one, like you said, you don't get all the things you need to solve further on. Right, but to do the blue pile, yeah. you need the map, which is in the yellow pile. To do the yellow pile, you need the compass that's in the blue pile. Yeah. Oh, well. Very confusing, but hey, win some, lose some, throw some things in a fire. We did not find Eldorado. No, we did not. But what we did find is companionship. <laughs> and two middle fingers, apparently. Yes. On that cringeworthy disappointment, have a Bye. great weekend. I still don't have a sign-off.